I wonder, our next guest, I know, absolutely loves his NRL, but he loves his sports. Surely even he watched the Matildas. I'm tipping he would have. Peter Peters, good morning. You would have watched the girls get home last night? Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Well, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm still choked up about it. Mm. I, uh, they've ignited the nation, and sport can do that. Um, how lucky are we that it's been our jobs, our occupation all our lives to be involved with sport? Nothing yeah. brings a country closer together mm. than a war where you have to fight for your country or glorious sport, no matter what the sport. But these women have just ignited the nation and... What about Mackenzie Arnold? What a star she was yeah. last night. Yeah. I mean, imagine the emotions that she had to go through. To be right throughout the 90 minutes and then extra time as our goalie, magnificent. Then you're the loneliest person on the <laughs> earth in front of yeah. the biggest crowd that you've ever played in front of, and you've got to do a job. And she does it brilliantly, and then she makes another save, and they, she's got to do it again. Because she's put a pinky over the line. Mm. I can't believe, I couldn't believe it, but she withstood it. She even had a crack herself, which was, wasn't a bad shot, but it hit the post. Um, how she must have felt straight after that game is beyond comprehension. But all of them are superstars. And I didn't agree with the coach not playing the skipper um, from the start, but he turned out to make the right decision. And good luck to him too. But magnificent. Let's hope they can keep going. Zorba, NRL, is it a two-horse race, Broncos v Panthers, or can someone come from the back of the field? I don't think so, Bulldog. I think it's the Panthers versus Broncos grand final for me. I um, I can't see anyone beating them. And I I, I, I was very impressed with, with both teams. Now, Ivan Cleary's turned into a master coach in many, many ways. He's timed his team's preparation for a three-peat to perfection, even to the point of taking his superstar halfback and son, Nathan, out of the firing line. He could have played in the dinner suit on Thursday night. He didn't do anything. He didn't try and run. He didn't do anything other than kick goals from all over the place, which he always does, and kick beautifully in general play. I can't recall Nathan Cleary having a quieter game than Thursday night's 24-12 win over Manly at Brookvale. He could have played in the dinner suit. He did a little else. Ivan, his dad, is gearing up for a finals assault. He's rested players in the last few weeks. He's gradually brought them back. He didn't play Luai or Mitch Kenny. We don't know how seriously they were injured on Thursday night, but it's, it's looking good for them. Now, the Broncos. One of South's favourite sons, Adam Reynolds, he may never return to the borough and the likes of Sydney again. Reynolds is enjoying life in Brisbane where he's idolised. He'll play out his career for the next couple of seasons with an extension with the Broncos and I'm told he'll then go straight into a coaching role at the club. The scheming number seven is Kevin Walters' on-field captain and coach and general with much of Brisbane's on-field success due to Reynolds' ability to virtually coach and scheme on the field at the same time. He had a great game the other night. His move to Brisbane has breathed life into the Broncos again. 
Yeah, geez, how good were the Broncos on um, Friday night against the Eels? They're they, a side, aren't they? Geez, they're, they're their forwards are all young and big and strong. And so much strike out wide too. The centres, the fullback. Geez, they're a good team. Speaking of good teams, the Warriors just go about their business week after week. Andrew Webster's doing remarkable things. You talk about Ivan Cleary. Andrew Webster, who's coach of the year? So? Oh, he's the coach of the year. He's got to be. I mean, the Warriors rise to a clear third behind the Panthers and Broncos. Nothing short of amazing. And a salute to the first season coach, Andrew Webster. Now, a year ago, if you think of all of, this, all of the TV coverage of, of the Panthers games and in the coaching box, he was the third wheel uh, behind yep. Nathan Cleary and Cameron Soraldo. Soraldo's now at, at, at the Bulldogs and struggling there. Uh, he's now running the Warriors, Webster, out of Auckland and breathing life and success into the club. Now, last season, they finished 15, six wins, 14 points for the year. Currently, they're third, 14 wins, 34 points. That's a whopping 20 more than they got last year. He has to be coach of the year. So, but we probably should have touched on this earlier in the show, so we're a bit derelict in our duty there. But overnight, the most extraordinary story, Ray, in England, the Lee Leopards, who have had years in the wilderness, mm. with Adrian Lamb as coach, his son Lachlan as the halfback, somehow made it to the Challenge Cup final at Wembley. And overnight, a thick Zorba, I'm right in saying Lachlan Lamb, kicked a golden point field goal to give Lee a 17-16 win over fancy wow. Hull Kingston Rovers. Fantastic. It's a remarkable story, Zorba. Yeah, it is. Father-son, dream uh, really come true. Uh, just a few hours ago at Wembley, and they, they're saying that around about 20,000 couldn't get to the game in time because of a traffic jam on, on, the, um, on the motorway. Now, Bulldog, you, me, and Ray... We all know what it's like on the motorway there when you... The uh, motorway. You, you can't move. <laughs> motorway. <laughs> um, it, it, it was amazing. The ex-rooster, Lockie Lamb, kicked a golden point field goal to give the Lee Leopards a 17-16 win over Hull KR, who were coached by Willie Peters, the former South Sydney halfback, um, and St George. Um, he's in his first year. As a head coach, he was at Newcastle as an assistant coach this time last year. Lee, as you said, Bulldog, coming back from the wilderness. Now, a long time ago, they were a great club. They haven't been anywhere since. They've got a millionaire that wears a leather, leather leopard jacket around, and he's, he's back to the club. Um, he was all over the place last night when they won, and good luck to him. But to see Adrian Lamb slot the field goal... It was uh, it was magnificent. Um, they've come from oblivion in second division to Super League glory. Bad luck for Hull KR. They fought hard, and uh, Willie Peters. He'll, uh, of course, he was involved in that um, that fracas down at um, down at the um, the harbour side there with uh, with another Manly staff member a few years ago. Um, you might remember that bulldog. Yeah, I certainly do. Down there at the Rocks, very unpleasant time for the Sea Eagles. Speaking of unpleasant times, Zorba, the West Tigers, they had a crack over there in Hamilton yesterday, mm. but came up short as they had most of the year, and they are looking at a wooden spoon. What are you making of their season overall? Well, the brilliant performance of Dane Laurie in that West Tigers 30-22 to 22 loss for the Warriors, against the Warriors in Hamilton doesn't give any hope for the 
West Tigers fans to offload that wooden spoon going forward. Um, Laurie will be a star back at Penrith next year. Make no mistake about that. He was superb yesterday, just like the returning Tyrone Peachy is this season. He was at West Tigers, couldn't go anywhere there. Um, it's got to go back to the coaching and the system there. The Tigers have moved players in and around six and seven all season with Laurie, one of the players, used, but not often. Yes, he's had injuries, but for a while, he, he was just shunned. It makes one wonder how Benji Marshall's coaching career will go going forward. He's in charge of attack, and it's awful. He's insisted they buy a halfback no other club wanted. Shopped around, they paid overs eventually, and um, he's left the club, I think, in a, in a, in a real bind over a halfback going forward. They've, they've bought three. Let's hope that one of them uh, comes good. Um, Bit of news down your way, Zor, but Manly, Warren McDonald, the West Tigers recruitment manager, is back, or sorry, is going to Brookvale to try and improve things. What did you make of that choice? Well, I didn't believe the tip um, that it was going to happen. Um, Manly, in his 76-year history, has never collected a dreaded wooden spoon. In his time in charge of recruitment at West Tigers, with a big inner city of out-of-west out of pool to draw from, McDonald gathered several spoons. My guess is that he can actually talk to Manly players and officials about the pain which comes with the spoon. He can sit down and talk to them, even show them his collection. I wish him success in his new role. Fair enough. Hey, so before I ask you about today's games, um, Mike has SMSed us and said, if you're going to talk about the Manly game on Thursday night with Zorba, please do not refer to a kicking duel. That was not a kicking duel. It was one kick. The commentators and journalists have gone overboard. Of course, what Mike's referring to is um, the, the uh, Reuben Garrick decision to kick after the Panthers kicked on the fifth tackle. He re- immediately returned serve, kicked back downfield, and then Dylan Edwards set up a Penrith try for Taruva. It, it was extraordinary stuff, but Manny were rolling the dice. When their season was on the line. Um, they were trying to do things outside the square to upset Penrith. And to be fair, in the first first half, they definitely had the better of play and were the better side. Well, look, I, I can never criticise a coach for trying something Correct. different. Mm. You know, I mean, too much of our game becomes stereotype. Sure, it wasn't a kicking duel, and Reuben Garrett probably, um, he's only carrying out the instructions that were given to him, which, you know, all professional players do, and, and Reuben's one of Manly's best players. Mm. So you can't knock him no. or the coach for that. Mm. They had a crack. They weren't good enough in the end. They know what standards they've got to get to. I, I just think Penrith are uh, are in, in second gear at the moment. I, 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 think, I think Ivan Cleary is... Is, is doing a Bart Cummings. He he's is timing their run to, to perfection. They're, they're, he's resting, he's resting uh, his chances. He's, um, he's just going to have them right when they need to be. And um, quite frankly, um, it's going to take a good side, and they are a good side, Brisbane, to beat them. I can't see any of the others swooping on them. Um, you know, we've got two games today, which yep. will... How do you see Storm Raiders and Knights Bulldogs? Well, I see the Storm... And the Knights both winning, which will, if it happens, we'll see the Knights actually go into 
um, the top eight ahead of Souths and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see either the Raiders or the Storm move up a peg. Um, the Warriors will comfortably hold third. The Sharks will dip out of uh, will dip out of fourth spot today, I think. Now, when you go through those sides and you look at them, you say, yeah, Panthers, yeah, Broncos. Of the others, the Warriors have done well, but they've always struggled when it's come to finals football. The Sharks haven't got it to win. The Storm aren't the side they were, even though Pappenhausen may come back in. The Raiders have been um, so up and down in the last few weeks. You never know when they're going to fire, but they can't win it. Souths are looking awful. Now, if Souths, if Cody Walker gets charged with a hip drop and Damian Cook with a dangerous throw, they may not make the eight. Mm. Um, take them out. And, um, and Thomas Burgess is already out for the next three weeks. So they, they could struggle. The Knights might jump in. They should beat the Bulldogs today and, um, and go into the top eight. Yeah, important game for the night today. Hey, Zorb, appreciate it as always, and we'll talk next Sunday. Thanks, Zorb. Look forward to it. See you, boys.